0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Prevention Nation, where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. I'm your host, Roy Lutz. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Uh, it's Roy here, and I'm with Caitlin, and uh, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk some business today about uh, caring adults and um, whatnot. But I think I'm going to jump in and first ask Caitlin uh, a blind react question.
1: So, okay, if ready. you were
0: okay, if you were any character in the show The Last of Us, uh, which character would you be? Which one fits your personality the best?
1: I want to say Ellie because I did play the video games. I like very much connected with her character, but um, I would probably be more of like a side character probably like riley her friend that she really connects with um i think when we see riley really going out of her way to make this big extravagant thing for ellie in the mall with all mm-hmm. those different stops so yeah. like catered towards ellie and what ellie would like just to make that like last night really special for them and their friendship so that's you? i think so i think i'm always trying to make my friends the people in my life feel appreciated and i think that I really relate to Riley's character in that way. But what about you?
0: Who would you say you Um, are? Weirdly, I always like to be the main character in my life, in my own life and everything else. Mm -hmm. But in this one, um, I definitely see myself most like Tommy. Um, I think in the one episode, and I don't want to spoil for people who haven't watched it, but when Tommy talks about his current situation, he says, I used to be this certain way, but I don't want to be that way anymore. I have to be different now. I think that's kind of like, that's, that best fits me. Like, I used to be a certain way, but now my family, my children, my things like that, our safety, our happiness is way more important than I think some of the bigger things in the world. You know, I, I'm not in the mood for fighting the world anymore, like, like Joel does. I, I want a little comfort. So, I think I, I'm more Tommy now.
1: I knew you were going to say Tommy. Really? Yeah, I hmm. would see you being Tommy. Hmm. Like, the second you were like, oh, I see myself as the main character, like, maybe he'll go for Joel, but I see Tommy. Yeah, I'm no
0: Joel. I, I think he's too much for me right now. I so. could never be Joel. Yeah. I wish
1: in my I, head. I want to be Joel, but yeah. I can't be Joel. In know? my head, I'm Joel, but I know I'm not. I was
0: Joel 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I was a Joel. Now I'm Tommy. <laughs> so.
1: Never been a Joel. I wish I could say that I was, but I've always <laughs> been like kind of on the side, just watching the Joels of the
0: world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that, I guess, is going to you know, jump us right into the topic, which is uh, The Last of Us, um, is going to be the focus of our conversation today, but it's going to be centralized around the topic or issue of a caring adult. So um, so I, I think I should just point out first a couple things before we talk about The Last of Us. Um, that understanding some basic uh, concepts around the caring adult and why it's important to us is that our agency um, this year is creating a social media campaign called Connecting Warren County and the whole purpose of this is going to be really spreading the message and sharing the message that communities filled with connected adults tend to be safer and youth who feel connected to a caring adult tend to be more successful. So the reason why we're going to focus on this is because you know we're all about protective factors and we want to We want to strengthen our communities, and we know, and I think each of us, or many of us here from this agency, have a story ourselves about a caring adult. Um, I will happily, and I don't think I ever have, I'm going to have to look back through our catalog, but I don't think I've ever talked about my specific caring adult who was an inspiration in my life, so you know what? I think I'm going to do that for one of the next episodes, Um, but this episode, we're going to talk just about the campaign, and we're going to talk about the importance of a caring adult through the lens of The Last of Us, so if you haven't watched the show, do because you're missing out on some great stuff and uh caitlin where, where do we want to start
1: okay so like i said i'm a huge the last of us fan i played the video games so when they i saw that they were coming out with a tv show i was like i have to watch this um i cried i laughed i was on the edge of my seat i think it was they did it so perfectly but um i kind of want to started with the names of the show um especially with how like transformational um their relationships were throughout yeah, the show very much so Yeah, so with the first episode we have, When You're Lost in the Darkness. And the last episode was Look for the Light. So obviously those are paired together. Um, But that is actually one of the Firefly sayings. And I don't know if you remember, but the Fireflies are um, kind of that anti-Fedra group Mm -hmm. in there. But it was so much more than just a Firefly saying. I think it's really talking about how um, Ellie and Joel both start off this series pretty lost, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Lost Uh, in the Dark, absolutely.
1: Lost in the Dark fully. Joel um, actually was using substances and Ellie was being held like hostage by the fireflies because they were trying to see if she would turn or what was going on with her. And then at the very end, it's look for the light. So I think in that last episode, especially we see how their relationship has turned from being very uh, much for survival or convenience um, and to this very loving relationship between them, even though they won't say it.
0: Yeah, right, absolutely. And by the way, huge spoilers coming for people, so yeah, don't listen, don't keep, turn your podcast off now if you don't want to hear yeah, the outcomes of the stories.
1: Watch so. the whole series and then come back. You'll yes, get it. absolutely. Um, so for sure, you see like that transformation, but... I don't really think Joel is transforming into this totally different person that we haven't seen him be before, right? Like, let's talk about... No, what
0: do you think he's transforming? Hold on. Yeah, okay, so I'm curious. What do you think he's... What do you think is the transformation?
1: So, we see him as being, like, this um, father figure for Ellie, right? Um, In the beginning? Not in the beginning.
0: Okay, so... No,
1: for sure. Definitely not.
0: Okay, because, I mean, that's what I was wondering is, like, what I see is, I think in the very beginning, you get this... you get this uh, insight that at one point he was a father. He was a loving, connected person to his child and to people, the community. And then all of a sudden you see 21 years later, however many years later, I mean, there's an apocalyptic stage. Um, I see him as having gone so far the other direction that what I feel is it's I'm seeing a transformation of him back to being... A caring, loving, connected human being, right? Is exactly. That what you're saying? Okay. Yeah.
1: So you're seeing him really transform back,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. um,
1: kind of through loving another child, um, or just loving more people. Because you even see he is still caring about Tommy, right? Tommy's mm-hmm. gone missing. The whole reason he takes on Ellie in the first place is because he's trying to get to Tommy. He doesn't know where he is. He's no longer answering. So you see, he's caring that way. Right? Yeah. And
0: his and at that point, he's he's misusing substances. Yeah. To to numb. The pain from all the loss in his life and to, to prevent him from loving somebody again.
1: Yeah, so is so. he really not caring or is he numbing it
0: out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's numbing it out. I think he's hidden. He's buried that part. Put so many walls up that he's just, you know, he, can't, he can't care about people. Yeah. And all of a sudden... Ellie rolls into his life, so for
1: sure. And one of the quotes that we're like kind of using through this campaign, it's linked to a TED Talk. It's the "Every child is one um, caring adult away from it being a success story," mm-hmm. and I definitely think that applies to Ellie.
0: Okay, yeah. So, so, so. she
1: she was getting in a lot of trouble yeah before joel came around well i guess
0: which we don't see until much later right
1: yeah we don't see until much later but you know what
0: you can get the impression yeah she's she's sassy and yeah full of spunk
1: yeah she's with the fireflies they kind of um mention what happened to her friend riley Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um so you know that she's done some stuff to get where she is being held captive by the fireflies um that maybe you know it isn't that great yeah but she starts making better decisions because she Mm -hmm. has this person in her life guiding her um, I definitely think that there is a turning point in their relationship when it comes to being that more caring adult um, relationship. Do, do, do you have any idea when I think that is? Or... No, when? Okay, so up until they're at Tommy. So they find Tommy eventually, right? That's like this okay. big deal. They find Tommy. And... See, I thought you
0: were going to say a part before that, but okay. Okay, which part? I thought you were going to say the part with... Um... Sam. Yeah, Sam. So I saw... I saw something happen there where he recognized how Sam impacted Ellie, and how Ellie saw how that the culmination of that events impacted Joel. Like he's Mm like I I felt like at that moment they shared this mutually traumatic experience, and he recognized himself as the adult in it and having having some responsibility for how this played out but yeah that's kind of what I thought you were going to say
1: yeah well I definitely recognize that he's taking more responsibility in that role yeah but I think the moment that you recognize how much emotionally he's being affected is at Tommy's whenever he um kind of tries to bail on her do you remember that yeah I do remember that yeah Yeah. so he tries to bail Tommy you take her to the university to the hospital so you think that
0: was that internal struggle between I I know I'm supposed to but I I'm not ready yet like, yeah. So he's trying to bail.
1: I'm not ready to care. Yeah,
0: that's cool.
1: And then what is he? He has to come through. You know how he is. He has to be the coolest person around. Oh, I was gonna steal a horse and I was gonna take her myself. Yeah. And Tom's like, I would have given you the horse. <laughs> you
0: don't need to steal it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so I definitely think this is where you see him like really take on that role. And at that point, Ellie's so mad.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, she was furious. Yeah,
1: she's hurt. So you're really saying you're only hurt like that if you love somebody.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's great observation because up to that point I think there was definitely periods of time where you saw glimpses, but I think periods of time where she was like, Whatever dude, go away. Die then or whatever. She didn't care because you're right, she hadn't developed that connection yet. But now she was so mad. That, that's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just a sign of that she really started to care about him.
1: But then she's faced with when he actually almost dies. Right. And what she does to take care of him. You know, she quickly has to get over that anger she felt mm-hmm. towards him. And she does a lot to keep him alive. And I actually think... And would
0: you have done that for somebody you don't didn't care much about? No. no. Yeah.
1: But I think I have an interesting perspective watching this. You know, it came out not too long after my own father passed away. Yeah. Um, so looking at this relationship... Um, where most kids aren't going to take care of an adult, even a caring adult in their life, mm-hmm. if it's not something that they view as, like, a parental figure. Right. And you see, you know, relationships in general as kids get older, you know, they do take on more of a caretaking role. She's a bit younger but also has been yeah. through a lot, and he's dying. Um so, you see that role that she gets to take on is like, okay, now I'm going to take care of him because he's been taking care of me this whole time. Yeah, absolutely. So, but a kid wouldn't do that for somebody that isn't like a parental figure for them. I agree. So, I think that's a big transformational part for them, especially like me taking care of like my own father for so long that just really resonated with me as like this turning point in their relationship. Like, that's the point.
0: It's cool how it spoke to you in that special way. Yeah. Because it was similar in, to your experience. Interesting.
1: Yeah, so that was, like, the turning point for me because that next episode, um, that's when, you know, he has to go rescue her. Yeah. And do you, there's a line that he says to her in that next episode when he rescues her from the cannibals. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember, like, do you have any idea what I'm talking about?
0: Mm, Okay, no, no.
1: He said, he's like, I got you, baby girl. Like, I'm here now. Hold on, when
0: was that, was that, was that when they were walking, like, to the horse? Like, when they were walking, like, uh, I can't remember that. I can't remember the scene where they were walking to the horse where he was initially stabbed.
1: No. So this is after that. Um okay. She's already, at this point, has been kidnapped by um, the cannibals at the church. Um, okay. She's almost assaulted by somebody. Oh, okay. That fire starts yeah. in the church, uh-huh. right? Or maybe it's the kitchen, like, the mess hall area. And um, really, like, right when she's doing a really good job of like fighting no she's doing a great
0: job fighting but then it's too much it's too
1: much she's a kid she still needs somebody to swoop in and save her and he shows up right at the right time he says i've got you baby girl like you're safe like i have you
0: i guess that didn't that didn't stay with me so yeah yeah that's that's really awesome
1: yeah and well he says that to sarah too his daughter
0: did it flash to that scene no oh okay but that's that's the implication yeah or the
1: as somebody that's played the video game and i'm trying to remember if this is from the video game or from the show but i know that he says that in the video game um yeah whenever she's been shot it's like that moment it's like no i have you i have you you're okay so it's very much him becoming a father for like the second time that's like that moment that he's really stepping into that
0: role interesting wow that's really cool yeah so i mean he's yeah he's becoming a father again and that's that's the sign that's i mean that's i i think would be the identifying marker then so what do we anticipate seeing from here we see anticipate seeing like um and i haven't played the game so i don't know yeah don't spoil it for me since you have played the game but like do we anticipate seeing a much more father-daughter relationship Trying not to well, spoil anything you know, for I mean, you. So how about this? I'll save you from that question. Um, I know that as a father to two daughters, I know father daughter relationships can be volatile, can be difficult, can be challenging. Watching your child grow, letting them, especially if you're from Joel's perspective where he lost his first daughter, so he's probably going to hold on to this one crazy, you know. Um, and but she's not his daughter, so right. that is going to have to play out i would think in the dynamics so
1: yeah i'm interested interested to see how they go about it in um like a tv show content um way because video game wise you know that's the end of the first video game and when you're going into the second video game it's a little bit of a different storyline like i'm sure you've seen um people talking about like ellie aging up on like social media
0: so i've I have caught glimpses, mm-hmm. but, and Ava, my daughter, keeps trying to tell me, like, uh, hey, Dad, you want to know what happens in game two? You want to know who this yeah. person is in game two? And I'm like, don't tell me. So I'm really doing my best to avoid it, and I don't yeah. know how I'm going to maintain that until 2025, so I'm not yeah. sure. So
1: so I'm just not sure if they're going to do a time jump or not, or mm-hmm. if they're going to go more into what's happening between the periods of the two video games. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. So yeah. um, they could totally change things up, but... I mean, even in—I mean, we just saw how their relationship. It looks like it's going to be kind of rocky. Yeah. I mean, it seems like Ellie. Ellie knows. I have heard that much. Yeah, you can tell. Like Ellie's asking. Um, I didn't have my surgery. like, Well, and what I mean, happened? it ends with
0: that her asking. Yeah. Do you promise... did I promise me that this was that I didn't need this or essentially yeah. to something to the? What, what, do you remember the exact words? I
1: don't remember the exact words, but basically, like, promise me uh you didn't hurt anybody yeah like nobody got hurt yeah and obviously but when she
0: becomes aware the fact that the procedure never took place because he was doing because she had to die for that to happen and he protected her and as a result everybody that was potentially um i guess as part of the solution to solving this uh this apocalyptic situation he killed them all <laughs> so yeah. the doctor and all of them so i mean like when she finds out I mean yeah I mean I can't I can't imagine she gonna be like now is there no hope because the only doctor who could do this is that per- doctor dead what did you do Joel you know yeah. did you did you prevent me from ever having a future I, or not just me but anybody you know obviously I wasn't gonna have a future because I would have had to die but like yeah she's gonna be upset that he stopped everybody's future too not just hers and could I, she have been the solution to it all I, I think
1: know. that's part of also being a parent right And that moment he thinks he is doing what's right. Yeah. He's protecting Ellie. That's his only goal.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't know what else you have to offer about the last of us. But I think that's, at least at this point, a perfect transition to what is a caring adult? I mean, what is a caring adult, uh, you know, between, uh, aside from a parent or any caring adult, is a person who's trying to do the best that they can for somebody, right? I mean, I know, like, um, like Joel, I'm trying to make decisions for my kids that I think is best for them. Um, but I don't, I don't know the answers. I don't have all the answers. I don't have a, I don't have a, you know, a crystal ball. I can't tell the future. So while I think that this is a good thing, um, maybe it's not. But how does one know, right? So it isn't what matters for a caring adult. Isn't what Joel did.
1: He showed uh, up.
0: He showed up, right? Isn't that what mattered? That he was there through the hard times. Isn't the fact that he was protective of her, ensuring that she had a voice in what happened to her. Um, isn't that a caring adult?
1: I mean, I would say it is. Showing up for somebody, That's huge. Yeah. Like, most people just want somebody to show up for them. Especially kids, right? right? So, like, I'm a dance teacher. I have kids. Um, Monday was my birthday. A ton of the kids were messaging me on social media. Happy birthday. Like, telling me how much I've impacted their lives. And all I do is show up for them once a week. Right. Like, I show up to their classes once a week. And... You know, if they need to talk about something, I'm there for it. I don't have to do that much. Yeah. But you know, if they were to go through something hard, I'd be for them for that. I'd be there for them through that too.
0: So, is that what is that what your message for a caring adult would be? Is showing up?
1: Yeah, show up.
0: I would agree. Um, yeah, I'll share in a later story, a later podcast. Uh, my caring adult, um, JJ, he showed up. That's that's what he did. He showed up into my life and didn't go away. He was there he was a constant um so somebody that you could count on depend on he was a joel you know he was a and, and no I'll, I'll go into that later i want to go i keep wanting to go into it now. yeah but yeah i mean he was absolutely a joel and it sounds like for your dance team you're a joel you're somebody who's there that's going to fight for them and you're there when they're going through blood sweat and tears right your dancers dance hard work for hard sure. yeah. um and you're there with them to support them but also to encourage them i mean you see joel do that with ellie Um, he didn't want to put a weapon into her hand. He didn't want her to be a cause of have to do a difficult thing or do scary things. But he ultimately, when he, you know, ultimately he realized he had to. And he did it in a way that was very parental, very caring. Um, it was like a soft handoff. Like, I'm showing you how to do things. I'm going to, do you know how to do this? He even took her out and helped her, like, learn how to use some of the, some of the tools that were at their disposal. Um... But yeah, he's just trying to protect her from bad things happening to her and make her stronger. So yeah, I think uh, I think that's a great uh, a great concept and point to when you think about what a caring adult is. Any other things you have to offer? I mean, I'm not sure you have a whole page of notes. Is there anything you want to get to? Or?
1: I obviously love The Last of Us very much. Um, I know we did talk a little bit about Tommy.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Tommy's transformation. Okay, let's expand on that a little bit.
1: Um, him becoming a caring adult. Yeah. Right? He's never been in the position where he's been the authority figure for somebody. He's always been the little brother that's being right. saved, that's being taken care Joel of. Joel took care of him. Joel got his yeah. back
0: all the time. Somebody beat him up, Joel's going to kick their butt, right? Yeah. Right.
1: Tommy never had to do it. But I think we also see him step into, he's becoming a dad for the first time. Mm-hmm. Right? So you really see him, now he's thinking about his future how his decisions are going to affect his future child
0: right yeah so yeah I mean because Joel comes to him and I, and I oh man I know they had a conversation around this but Joel at one point was talking to Tommy and said something about you know remember the things we did blah 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 and Tommy was like yeah that's in the past and he said something to that effect of that you know I can't do that anymore and he recognized that you know you know that his role now as this future caring adult this parent um supersedes this vigilante, I'm gonna go out and save the world thing. He has to be responsible for a singular person, a child.
1: He has to um, show up for that kid.
0: <laughs> he has to show up for that kid. He has to, in this case, he has to just be there. He has yeah. to just be there waiting for that kid to, to show up to him. Um and then he has to show up every day after that. So um yeah, that's a I think that's also a really cool transformation. And it's really cool that, that uh, the duality between him and his older brother. I mean it really goes to, you know, and it makes me want to ask my three kids, but it really goes to the whole concept of um even children um hierarchy where there are I mean Joel was the older brother so he felt this responsibility. So I wonder if that growing up with that responsibility also plays into his being this caregiver versus Tommy who's has still kind of learned how to be a caregiver now for the first time ever. It's an awakening for him, whereas Joel it's a reawakening. So
1: Yeah, no I totally agree. You know, I do have to ask though, do you think you'd survive in The Last of Us?
0: Mm. Um, okay, so I was a Walking Dead fan. I will say of the two, I would rather live in the Walking Dead world where the zombies uh, move a lot slower. I don't like the rapid... I don't like the strength and the speed of them. I I feel like that would be a huge challenge for me. Um, in The Walking Dead, I tend to think that I would have been a very successful survivor. Um, in this one, outside of the zombie stuff, um, I mean, I think, I think that would have gotten me. So I don't think I would have made it then. Um, but I think... I think in the survival of people I think I could I think I'd do really well how about you
1: I'd be so far gone so quick
0: really you don't think you have a, a set of skills that would that would work well if you were in their position like having to travel across a frontier and come across new populations like
1: I think I have amazing skills for it I think I wear contacts
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, and without them, <laughs> I can't <laughs> now see. Now you just brought
0: in her health issues? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have an inhaler, so I'm, and I have I'm asthma. done. Day one. Okay, yeah, day one.
1: Yeah, like, I have... Hold on,
0: team. <gasps> <gasps> I'm wheezing in the background. I can't go to the mountain because the elevation's too high. Okay, I get exactly. it.
1: Exactly. I have asthma. Any like, end of the world thing, I'm always like, no, I'm out. The asthma yeah. and the contacts really I don't like to. Out.
0: I don't like to accept that part about myself yet, so... <laughs>
1: oh, I fully accept it. I know who I am. I'd be a Riley. I'd make my friends feel really special. And then I'd probably die in the process.
0: Oh, that's tragic. Oh, my gosh, Caitlin. But a
1: tragic death would be so cool. If you're going to die, you might as well go out with, like, the way that Ellie talks about Riley.
0: I suppose. I mean, I mean, leaving a mark, making the world a better place in your in your exit, I suppose, absolutely. That yeah. would probably be meaningful. Yeah, I know but I'm going to I still want to survive. I want to make it all the way to, like... I want to see the end the end of you know like how we all made it but yeah i'm I'm afraid with my asthma i probably wouldn't be around for the end
1: and those clickers terrify me
0: yeah yeah again for those of you who haven't watched it um if you want to be terrified by if you want to know what clickers are watch it it's a great um it's a great show it's a lot of fun i think just from a perspective of um, like, people think of, you know, even The Walking Dead is about zombies. And I used the word zombies, but I only use that for lack of a better term. In in these movies, it really it comes down to it's, it's uh, similar to rabies or an infectious disease that, you know, causes people to behave in ways. So it's not the zombie thing, you know, wrapped in bandages, zombie kind of stuff. Um, so if, if you're interested in survival, if you're interested in dynamic relationships through survival... Watch The Last of Us. Uh, it's great. If you're interested in dynamic relationships in um in your personal life or how you can be or if you even are um a caring adult to a a kid, um I'm gonna post. We're gonna post in the show notes uh, a survey that we would love our listeners to take that survey, answer it for us, please, so we can look at that data and and kind of get it you know some idea and direction for how we want to move forward. But this year is um, our focus is going to be that one caring adult. We each know how important it is and was in our lives. We hope that most of the people in our community knows how important it is in their lives and in the lives of the children they work with. Um, but we want to expand on that. Anything you want to add to that, Kaylin?
1: No, I think that's all. What a fun podcast today!
0: Yeah, this was a fun podcast, and I think this is gonna be a great year. So, listeners, uh, stay tuned for great topics, great episodes, and uh, take care of yourself and learn each other.